Hello, and welcome to Notes on History, a podcast by a historian who really has no idea how to make a podcast. This first installment is just an introduction to the series, and by extension, an introduction to me, your technologically disinclined host. My name is Paul Stetzel. I'm a genealogist and research historian, which is really just a fancy way of saying that I spend most of my time conducting research for clients and writing reports for them. Over the years, I've written a lot of reports for people researching their family trees, authors writing books in museums and historical societies, and I've even written many dozens of reports for the United States Army. I'm originally from western New York, but for many years now I have made my home in the great state of South Carolina. This podcast is going to cover an eclectic mix of topics with no real guiding principle. I could spend the next couple of years just reaching into the filing cabinets once or twice a month and producing episodes based on whatever notes fall out, but my own interests are obviously going to be covered more often than not. Most of what I work with uh, pertains to American history, especially in the 18th and 19th centuries, but when the whistle blows and I slide down a dinosaur's back into my Fred Flintstone's car, I also like to kick my feet back and read Roman history with uh, some kind of medieval dish for dessert. And sometimes, when I'm feeling both bold and naughty, I've been known to experiment with both the French and the English. But my wild college days are another story. But almost everything I read is the history of the Western world, and whether it's American or Roman or anything in between, there are some common threads throughout that you might pick up on. I'll be discussing a variety of themes and addressing not just what we study in the discipline of history, but also how we study history, and I'll tell some good stories along the way. And that's the thing. Some historians are storytellers. They're more interested in the narrative of what happened, who was involved, and who did what to whom in the most salacious and clickbaitiest ways, etc. These historians are fascinating to listen to, but sometimes they leave facts and figures on the back burner so that they can focus on how they tell the story. Other historians are the exact opposite. Uh, historians who spend their time researching those facts and figures and then write them down in journals where they are never heard from again. And that's actually a real thing, by the way. Very, very few academic papers in the humanities are ever cited by anyone else. And the different problems associated with that are something that might warrant an episode at some point in the future. Reaching a happy medium uh, between those two types of historians, uh, the storytellers and the data wonks, that can be difficult. Historians or history buffs who have ever found themselves shouting at inaccuracies or overgeneralizations in a History Channel documentary know exactly what I mean. Now, that's right, kids. History Channel used to be more uh, than just pawn shops and truckers on ice. It actually used to all be all Hitler all the time until someone at History Channel finally said those words out loud and noticed how gross it actually feels to say it. To be fair, historians being interviewed in a lot of those documentaries are capable of far more exact detail and specificity, but television isn't often the right place for that. Podcasts, on the other hand, or even the internet in general, they seem to have created a much better place for really esoteric discussions that can dig down deep into some of those details, but also a great place for the storytellers. Are we going to reach a happy medium here? Probably not, but attempting to do so can be a lot of fun for a historian. I'll be presenting topics in several styles. Some installments will be narratives, others commentaries, and I might also present some of the harder-to-find source materials when relevant. I hope these discussions will be useful to students studying history or to 
just members of the general public who simply consider themselves history buffs. By the way, for any student who is in need, I am a stickler for documenting my sources. However, doing so in spoken form is usually not uh, conducive to the discussion. So if you do need to know where I get my information and I didn't mention it in the discussion, I'm always happy to oblige if you need me to. My contact information is on the website for this podcast, which is Notes on History, or you can email me at paul at notesonhistory.org. If you need a source citation, just make the subject in your email source citation. Otherwise, I might not see it since I tend to ignore emails that are not from clients. One more thing before moving on to actual discussions of history. There are a lot of historians who present themselves as objective fountains of knowledge, uh, providing pure truth without bias or preconceived notions. When you come across these historians, don't be shy about dousing them with the closest garden hose because their pants are clearly on fire. Every historian has a bias. In terms of modern American history or modern American society, that bias usually trends left of political and cultural center and increasingly often far left of political and cultural center. Why that is is an interesting topic in itself, and despite what those same academics might claim, it is not because their close study of history has led them to conclude that the left is in fact right. However, I've not done the work on that, but I do recommend listening to NYU's Jonathan Haidt for some insight on that particular question. So please understand, I firmly believe that historians should not hide their biases if they wish their audiences to have the tools they need to critically evaluate the work they produce. This historian usually runs contrary to the vast majority of academia. If you are looking for an explanation of why Karl Marx was right, if you hope to hear an episode extolling the many virtues of Woodrow Wilson and FDR, and if you want pointers on why the Founding Fathers set out to create an evil, oppressive patriarchy, you are going to be sorely disappointed. And when you email me complaining about my opinions on these things, if I bother to respond at all, it will be to simply refer you to this portion of my first recording. By the same token, I do not believe in trigger warnings or safe spaces, though in reading original source materials, I will point out that there are certain words from the past that I won't be using for a variety of reasons, mostly concerning decency and the fact that I hope to monetize the podcast at some point. Now, on to the first installment. The first few episodes are actually going to be re-recordings of some presentations I did back around 2010. I've updated them where appropriate, but they are functionally the same. So if you are one of the 1,500 or so people who used to listen to my recordings back in the day, this will be a lovely dose of nostalgia. This will give me the opportunity to fashion some new material while these recordings are still going out. The first two recordings of the series are going to use the founding story of Rome to discuss an important historical concept. The idea that sometimes our history is not actually history, but rather what we want it to be history. Or in other words, the way we go about studying history, what we cover, what we leave out, and the conclusions we draw from it can say more about the historian or that historian society at large than it says about the events themselves. And yes, Nicole Hannah-Jones, I am looking directly at you, but when I first gave this presentation over a decade ago, there were plenty of others I could have picked on back then too. The founding story of Rome and the stories of the monarchy that ensued will provide an excellent non-politically charged example of what I'm talking about. I'm Paul Stetzel. Thanks for listening.